You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Transformed Mind. Today's title is Walking in the Understanding of a Transformed Mind. The devil is attacking the minds of believers. Have you been attacked in your mind? Have you been tormented? Have you felt fear, doubt, worry, anger? Any of those things in others? Depression, oppression? Well, of course, we know some of this, a lot of it is demonic. But how do we have a transformed mind? Because the Bible talks about a transformed mind, and yet I see many of you, and and I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this because I care about you. I see many of you that are dealing with torment in your mind. In fact, this is the way the devil attacks us. You think, I don't get it? Oh, I get it too. The devil attacks us with torment. And so we're going we're gonna to explore the profound significance today of walking in the understanding of what the Bible is referring to when it says, do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're called not to conform to the patterns of this world. There's a lot of patterns in this world. There's a lot of things that this world wants to push on you makes you want to feel, makes you want to believe. This is how you should act. There's the mob mentality that's going on right now. We're not, we're we're called to, to come out from among them, to not conform to the patterns of this world. But we, we, we're meant to be renewed in our thinking because our minds, listen to this, our minds hold immense power, shaping our perspectives shaping our worldview, shaping our attitudes and our actions. So we're going to get into scripture and we're going to get into the way that we can uncover why this transformation of the mind is so crucial to our journey of faith. It's important to God. Well, first of all, there's the body. Romans 12, 2, Romans 12, 2, it says, and do not be conformed to things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove that which is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. The apostle Paul urges us not to conform to the world's standards, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And this renewal enables us to discern God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, is it surprising that the devil would attack our mind when the apostle Paul is literally telling us right here that we're supposed to be transformed no of course not he wants to challenge and this is you got to get this he wants to challenge the fact that you have indeed be transformed you've been transformed that you have indeed been set free by Jesus Christ because the Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed so the devil is challenging that He wants to challenge it in you and put doubt in your mind that you have actually been transformed. See, he can't read your thoughts, the devil. The demons can't read your thoughts. But what they can do is they can look at what you long gaze at. They listen very carefully to what you have to say. Do you know that when you say something negative, when you speak something negative over your life, over your family, over your ministry, over your finances, whatever it is, 
When you speak it out and you say, I, I feel like I'm going to get sick. I feel like this person is going to turn against me. I feel like I'm not going to get that house because I don't have good credit. I feel like I'm never going to be able to be in the calling that God has called me to do. Whatever it is that you speak negatively, the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so what you speak over your life, what you speak over your kids, what you speak over your marriage, whatever it is, your job, I'm never going to get that promotion because they keep overlooking me. This is what you need to say. I'm going to get that promotion because I'm a favored child of the most high God. My marriage is going to be restored because I serve the God of heaven and earth and he hears my prayers because he says in his word that the faithful fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much and I am walking in righteousness. See, we got to start to speak words of life. Our country, people say our country's dead. It's doomed. Well, look, if you look at the natural, yes, it is. I mean, oftentimes I get caught up in looking at the financial situation. What is it, $34 trillion in debt? The world is de-dollarizing as we speak. It sure looks abysmal for the United States right now. But yet in my spirit, I know God has not called me to bail out on the U.S. God has not called me to go to some other part of the world, at least not right now. He said, stay and, and hold the ground, hold your ground and, and decree and declare that God is not done in America, that there's going to be a great end time harvest of souls, that the Lord is going to spare the righteous, that he is in the boat with us, that he is, he is not going to leave us or forsake us, that he's with us until the end of the age he's called us to occupy that's the transform mind. So what I want you to do is that what, everything that goes on in your head, I want you to put it in one of two categories. Is this the conform mind or is this the transform mind? What that person said to you, is it the conform mind or is it the transform mind? Because the transform mind knows that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. The transform mind knows that he knows the plans that he has for you, plans of hope and a future. The transformed mind knows that you are representative of Jesus Christ and he's with you. His power is with you. He orders your steps. He guides your path. He is not going to leave you high and dry. He takes care of the birds of the air. He takes care of the fish of the sea. How much more is he going to take care of you, my friend? That's the transformed mind. The transformed mind sees an opportunity. The conformed mind sees a failure. The conformed mind thinks there's no hope. The transformed mind knows there's hope in Jesus Christ. The conformed mind says the sickness is going to kill me. The transformed mind says by his stripes I am healed. The conformed mind says I can't pay my bills. The transformed mind says he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Shall I go on? The transformed mind says my prodigal daughter is going to come back to Jesus Christ. She's coming. She's close. The conformed mind says she ain't going nowhere. She's staying in the world. Which mind are you operating with? Are you thinking clearly from what the Apostle Paul is saying? This is what he's saying in Romans 12 too. He's saying, look through the glass of the transformed mind. Look through the eyes of understanding of the transformed mind. Do not be conformed to the patterns and the thoughts and everything, the gobbledygook, nonsense, propaganda, lies of the devil in this world. Because the devil will have you feeling defeated, down, depressed, beat down, small, little, ineffective, 
and done. But God says that is absolutely untrue. We have to look through the glass of the transformed mind. Friends, I'm telling you right now, if, if when I got saved, somebody would have told me, you're going to have two radio shows, a television show, another television show, broadcast two services a week, and be going into a building that has 500 seats, all, all before you're 50 years old, I would have said, that is the biggest joke I've ever heard. I am a nobody. There's no way that would ever happen. I'm not even a preacher. I don't know how to preach, and I don't even like preachers. That's what I would have said at the age of about 20 years old. If somebody would have told me where I'd be at 46 years old, I would have laughed. I said, this is a joke. Now, did I do any of this? All I did is show up. I don't take credit for any of it. But what I'm trying to tell you, if somebody would have told the 20-year-old version of myself, you're going to shake hands with one of the presidents of the United States, you're going to speak a word over him, I'm going to bring you down to his private home, You know, any of these things that are going on right now, so unbelievable and ridiculous, and I'm not saying them to brag, I'm saying them to brag on Jesus. Because the fact of the matter is, and and listen, you have some Jesus brags that you can do too. If somebody would have told you that you would have married who you're married to now, if somebody would have told you that you would be successful like what you're seeing in your life now, some of you have some big testimonies, some big victories. How do I know that? Because everywhere I go around the country, people share their testimony with me, and they're big. I just share my testimony because that's what I know. But you have a testimony. You have a story. You say, well, it's not the same as yours. No, it's different. Thank God. Because you know what? You didn't have to go through things that I had to go through, just like I didn't have to go through things that you had to go through. But God is orchestrating your story because he's the author and the finisher of your story. And I don't care how big or how little it is. Listen, there's some humble beginnings. We had a church for many years that couldn't even break 100 people. And it was, it was a remnant church, and we had powerful people of God that loved the Lord that would come. But there was years where I could have been super discouraged. And I'm not just saying about numbers. I'm saying about many things. I mean, I didn't get invited anywhere. People didn't even like me. And then all of a sudden, it was due season, and the Lord did something. And all of a sudden, doors started opening. I didn't change in any marketing strategies or the way I preached. It was just time. Who am I talking to right now? Your time is here. It's coming. You've been hidden. Listen, we need to get into this transformed by the renewing of your mind. What does it mean? How do you walk in the transformed life, not the conformed life? I have so much more to share. Please stay tuned. We will be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, Remnant News. We're so thankful that you're here. And uh, I know there's going to be somebody that's from the last segment that said, well, you're bragging about your testimony. Honestly, friends, for a long time, I wouldn't even share my testimony. For many years, I was ashamed of my testimony. Or I was afraid to share my testimony because I didn't know what people would say about it. So uh, it's actually a big breakthrough for me in the last couple years to be able to share this thing. But I know there's always going to be critics. But the Bible says you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Hallelujah. So Philippians 4.8, Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there's any virtue, 
And there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And Paul, he's encouraging us to focus our minds on what's true, what's noble, what's right, what's pure, what's lovely, what's admirable. And by meditating on these virtues, we align our thoughts. Now understand this. We align our thoughts with God's truth, fostering spiritual growth and maturity. You know, when, when you talk about the conform mind versus the transform mind, the conform mind is going to get pulled into the lies of the devil, the deceptions and the traps. Since there's distractions that are set up for you. The tormenting of your mind and the conformity is going to pull you into the distraction. When you're operating in the conformity, that means you are living in the flesh. The Bible says die to your flesh daily. It's a discipline. It, it's not something you just do right away. You got to train yourself because the devil's always trying to pull you in. Just happened to me this last week. He's always trying to pull me into some type of war, to some type of fight that I don't need to fight. That's why I say pick and choose your battles. Because when you get bogged down in a war that you weren't meant to fight, it is going to take your resources, your time, and it's going to distract you. Not every battle, listen to this, Christian, not every battle is yours to fight. Listen to this preacher that's been around for a while. Not every battle is yours to fight. Pick and choose your battles wisely. Take the ones on that God is calling you to fight, not the ones that the conformed mind is wanting to pull you into. The devil loves to mess with our head. He knows how to mess with our head because he's been doing this for a long time, a lot longer than you've been around. The demons know how to mess with you. And, and, and this is very important. They look at what you look at. They hear what you say. So you have to understand, they look at what you look at and they hear what you say. They watch the situation around you and those are what are called assignments of the enemy. Assignments of the enemy are schemes and plots of the demonic to take you down. They're schemes and plots of the demonic to discourage you, to ruin your reputation because your testimony is extremely important. It's a big factor in who you are in Jesus Christ as a representative of the Lord. So if, if, the, if, the, if the devil can conform you, if he can get you caught up in a distraction, in a war that you're not ready to fight or you're not supposed to fight, that God didn't call you to fight, if he can pull you into torment of your mind and all these different areas, then that takes you away from God's purpose and plan. But when you become a mature believer in Christ and you understand, look, I'm supposed to focus on what's pure, what's righteous, what's holy, doesn't mean you're not a watchman doesn't mean you don't call out works of evil and things that are evil. In fact, the Bible says expose them. We're meant to do that, but we don't live in that place. We live, see, how do you have a transformed mind? Because you're, you have the peace that passes understanding. You have the joy of the Lord. That's your strength. And when you focus on what's true, that's why we're truth seekers. What's noble, very similar vein right there. Uh, things that are just, again, similar vein, pure. That's why I talk about consecration, purity, holiness, things that are lovely, things that are of God, whatever things are of good report. Whose report will we believe? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. What's the Lord's report? It's good. His promises are yes and amen, hope in the future. That's, that's where we're headed. Listen, we're just passing through in this world. I don't care how big, crazy of a situation that you're going through right now. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. And the worst possible thing that could happen to us is, is that we were to die. And even if we die, we're on our way to heaven, which is the best possible place in this entire universe. It couldn't get any better for you. 
If your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you are a winner. You're, you're, you're the church victorious. You're part of the body of Christ, and you are on your way to a good ending, not a bad one. That's why the Bible says, straight is the way, narrow is the gate that leads unto salvation. It is also difficult, by the way, but when you get there, it's going to be worth it. That's why we focus on what's true, what's noble, what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, what's of good report, what's of virtue, things that are praiseworthy. We meditate on the goodness of God. When you are of the conformed mind, you meditate on the bad things of the earth, the flesh and all the trouble, everything that the devil is up to. And we live in that place as a conformed mind person. But as a transformed mind person, you are focusing on what God is doing, what he's about to do, and what he said, because what he said is true. You see the difference? 2 Corinthians 10, 5, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against what? The knowledge of God. The transformed mind person understands the wisdom and knowledge of God. Why? You are filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that shows you. You you have revelation from God. That is how you get the knowledge. Now, are you ever going to have the full knowledge of God? No, not until we're in heaven. But you're going to understand the ways of the Lord, the revelation of the Holy Spirit, and it's going to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Listen to this. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This is good. I'm going to read this again because some of you are about to have a revelation that's going to change your life right now. And I don't say that uh, sparingly. I say that, wow, this is a big deal. 2 Corinthians 10, 15, casting down arguments in every high thing. What's been said about you from the darkness, from the demonic? What's been said about you from the I never knew you's? It says every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In other words, the liars, the lie from the pit of hell. And here's what it says. It says, take those thoughts captive into the obedience of Christ. You're bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ because to live is Christ, to die is gain. You are in the vein of the spirit of God. You are in the spirit. You are a transformed mind person is a person that walks in the spirit. You walk in the unction. What is that weird word? It's the understanding. It's the revelation. It's the power. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit of the living God. And Paul is exhorting us to take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ, his word. And this practice, us doing this, guards us against destructive patterns of thinking and allows Christ to reign supreme in our life and in our mind. The battle is in your mind. You've been fighting a battle in your mind. And many of you have not heard the teaching and understanding of what the transformed mind actually means for you. See, as a Christian, you're going to go through torments and spiritual warfare and all different types of things. Sometimes it's going to feel like there's a barrage against you. There's going to be days where you wake up and there's a heaviness that you have to overcome. You got to get in the spirit. It's so important for us to be in the spirit. We'll be right back. This is a very important conversation. 
Well, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show Remnant News, and we're talking about conformity versus the transformed mind and why a transformed mind is so important for a believer to walk in. We have to understand what this script, this scripture is a huge deal. Do we understand what it means to have a transformed mind? Well, we better. We need to. Otherwise, we're going to be sitting here feeling defeated every day. I want to talk about walking in the spirit. Before I do that, though, we have a new app, and I'm hoping that every one of you has downloaded it by now. But if you haven't, please go to Todd. uh, You go to your app store in the iPhone store, in the Google Play store, on your Roku TV at your house. Uh, That's a very powerful thing. Amazon Fire, if you're using your Amazon Prime at your house. And download Todd Coconato Ministries. It's called Todd Coconato, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O Ministries. Like Coconado. Coconado. And and what happens is when you download that, you get uh, all the notifications. You got to turn it on in the app. So make sure you do. Go in the settings and turn it on. And you'll get a notification when we go live. And, and then all the censorship that's going on, you'll get around it. That's why we did this. So please download it. We can also send you important information uh, when there's things that are going on. I think it's going to be important that we do that. So please, please download that app. We spent a lot of money on it, and we did it so that we can get around the censorship. All right, I, I'm talking about the conformity versus the transformed status of our mind. Are we conformed or are we transformed? And uh, before we went to break, and now we have a 14-minute segment, so I'm glad I can get into this a little bit more. But how do you walk in the spirit? Well, so a lot of Christians, I believe they're saved. I call them level one, and, and people get annoyed with me when I say that. But what I mean is you're still drinking milk, and if you just got saved, that's totally understandable. But if you've been in Christ for 20 years and you're still drinking milk, I think there's a problem. And so, look, I'm not here to scold you, but what I would say is go deeper in the season. It's time to walk in the renewal of your mind and be transformed. So you could be saved, but you're living in torment. I see so many Christians that are discouraged, that are beat down. And listen, I get it. Life is difficult. The enemy hits us with a barrage. We're dealing with all kinds of spiritual warfare. That I understand. But, but so this is why God is giving us this understanding from a spiritual standpoint, because he's saying, look, this is available to you if you walk in the spirit. And, and then when people die in your life and when things that are horrible happen in your life and, and you get fired and you go through a horrible trial and you're, you're in the refiner's fire, you, you understand this is a weapon. This is, this is something that's available that's going to set you and me up for success because when these things happen, you're not going to be conformed to, to what's going on in the world and what's going on in your life. You're going to be transformed walking in the spirit and having the joy and the peace that's available to you. Listen, friends, if somebody gets mad at you for being full of joy, you'll know they're not in the spirit. If somebody gets mad at you for focusing on what's pure, what's lovely, what's, what's good, the things that God wants our mind, if, we, if you're walking in a renewed mind and you're dealing with warfare from somebody who claims to be a Christian, the good chance of it is they're not renewed. So now you can look through the glass of not only every thought that you have, which you're taking thoughts captive when they're not of God, okay, every thought, and you're, you're putting it through the test, is this a conformed thought or is this a transformed thought? If it's a transformed thought, then praise God. If it's a conformed thought, then throw it out. I recently shared of a revelation, which I thought was very profound, where a lot of the times the people that criticize me and are the nastiest and the meanest, and yes, some people are Christian. I call it friendly fire, which is not so friendly at all. But sometimes it's, it's just vicious people, angry people that just hate you. You've tried so hard to talk to them. You try to be nice to them. And there's just non, you know, venom coming from their mouth. Our awful vitriol, just venom, venom, venom. 
And what we do, because we're believers and we love people, and a lot of you are like me, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you care about folks, so you're like, why is this person like this? Well, a lot of times it's a demonic thing that's attacking you, and they're not coming from a place of transformative, you know, transformed place, they're coming from a conformed state. They're, they're talking through their brokenness. They're attacking you through their brokenness. And a lot of times it's a demon. But let me just say this, okay, because this was the revelations. The Lord said, is it somebody that I know? Because I was having this problem with somebody that was giving me a hard time. And I said, Lord, this person's giving me a hard time. He says, I don't know them. And I said, what do you mean? I thought you know everybody. Well, he, of course, he does know everybody. He knows every single person. Of course, he's God. But what he's saying is they don't have relationship with me. So I don't know them. So therefore, you don't have to worry about what they have to say because they're, uh, I never knew you. See, so he says, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never knew you. If, if you're fighting with an I never knew you and that person is, is giving you a hard time, look, you could pray for them, pray for their salvation, but they're coming from a conformed state. So of course, they're not gonna say what's good, what's lovely, what's pure. They're not gonna be operating in the joy of the Holy Spirit and the kindness, the love and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. They're just not. Why would they? They're conformed. So now it's not only your thoughts that are going to be put through this litmus test, this understanding. Is it a conformed thought? Is it a transformed thought? If it's a conformed thought, I'm throwing it away. If it's a transformed thought, praise God. I'm going to keep it. But now you're also looking at your life and your interactions and the folks in your life and what they're saying to you and you're putting it through the same, oh my goodness, are you getting this breakthrough right now? Are you getting this understanding? This is going to change your life. Every single thing that's said to you, is it transformed? Is it conformed? Is it, is it of the spirit or is it of a different spirit? That's how you test the spirits. Is it a conformed thought? Is it a transformed thought? Because there's two, what the Lord is showing us is there's two different types of mind. There's the conformed mind and there's the transformed mind. So we cast down the arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against what? The knowledge of God. That's the transformed mind. The thoughts, I know the th thoughts I have for you, plans for you to prosper, hope in the future. That's God's, God's thought. That's the transform. The conformed is you're going to be done. You're going to be defeated. You're going to lose. You're never going to make it. Well, that's what they, they wanted the children of Israel to believe when they were right up there, you know, and, and Moses had to part the Red Sea. The conformed people were saying, we're done. We're dying. Moses, it was a transform. He said, God's got us. Well, something's going to happen. Is, is it conformed? Is it transformed? All right, let's go into Colossians, Colossians 3.2, Colossians 3.2. It says, set your minds on the things of above, not the things of this earth. And Paul is instructing us to set our minds on the things above, not earthly concerns. And by prioritizing, get this, by prioritizing heavenly perspectives, we gain clarity and focus in navigating life's challenges. So by prioritizing our heavenly perspective, that's the transformed mind, then we're going to gain clarity and focus navigating whatever's happening. This is so important, friends. What about uh, Isaiah 26.3? Isaiah 26.3, it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. The prophet Isaiah is reminding us that God keeps in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfastly fixed on him. As we trust in God's promises and his sovereignty, the fact that he's in control, ultimately, we experience a profound peace that transcends understanding. That's the transformed mind.
Now, some of you are going through a situation at your work right now. And the bills are getting higher. And, and the, listen, we went to get groceries the other day. My wife and I, are, our jaws dropped when we saw how much it was. You know, we're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with an administration that don't even get me started about them. All the different evil things that are going on in this nation that are egregious. And yet here we are, Bible-believing Christians from the transformed state of mind that understand that we're in it, but we're not of it. And we're going to occupy, and we're going to push back, and we're going to be the buffer against the evil. And so you're sitting at your job and you're like, I feel like I'm not doing everything I should be doing. Who am I talking to right now? I know, listen, this is only a season. Okay, you got to hear me. You're there for a season. And what you need to do every single day is you need to show up and you need to be empowered by the spirit of the Lord. And you need need to start ask the Lord, I want to think from the perspective of a renewed mind. Because here's the thing. Some of you are meant to stay right now and it's going to be a season, and God's going to bring you in a new season. Others of you, okay, and you got to figure out, you got to ask the Holy Spirit, which one of these is you? Others of you should have left a long time ago. You should have left from that job because you knew it wasn't where you're supposed to be. You should have left from that church because you knew the preacher wasn't speaking the truth, but you've stayed there because you've been, listen to this, in a conformed mind state, and God is speaking to you right now and saying, Think from a transformed mind state. It's time for you to move into a new season. Again, you got to wait on the Lord's timing. This is only some of you. Some of you got to hang there. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I had to hang, I was bivocational in retail and I pastored in California along with my family for many, many years. And I didn't want to burden the church with having to pay me a full salary. And we had high bills just in California. It's so expensive even to rent a church. And we had a nice size building and it was great remnant church. But I worked throughout the day, and then I'd come and preach at night. And I was able to do that. I was younger. I was single. It was something that I was able to do at that time. Okay? So listen, there was many, many years. See, people see, see the situation now, but they don't know how many years. And so you may be in that season where the Lord is building you up and putting together some things in your life, and it's, it's a transitional season. You're not going to stay there forever, but you're in a tra- you have to learn something in this season that God is teaching you. And so don't, don't despise that if that's where you're at. God is going to move you in due time. I'm speaking to a lot of people right now. I feel this very strongly. You feel like you're not doing enough. Well, actually, as long as you're showing up and you're doing what God wants you to do in this season, he's equipping you in this season. And you're going to know more later and understand. I had to sit, oh man, I had some horrible bosses. Not some good bosses, but I had some horrible bosses. And I had some situations where people probably, you wouldn't even believe what I was doing only like, you know, 10 years ago, even less than that before the Lord transitioned me in this new season. And, uh, you know, I, I just started doing the radio. What it was like 20, uh, 2011, I think it was when I really started getting into radio, but you know, I, I was in retail. Uh, I remember one time, um, you know, we were supposed to be cleaning up this department. I was folding clothes. I was a district manager for a large department store chain while I was a pastor. And I remember the regional manager was there and he wanted me to stay till 8.30 and make sure that before I left, that place was clean. And I said to him, I got to go play worship tonight. I'm going to lead a service. I got a service tonight. And he says, this is your job. You have to do this first. I'm sorry. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. I actually cried there on the floor. I I wept because I couldn't believe that, that, you know, I said, God, you know my heart. I want to lead people in a worship tonight. I want to preach tonight. And yet here I am cleaning up clothes in a department store. 
And, and the guy, look, the guy was actually not a bad guy, but he just said, look, this is your job and you have to finish your job before you go do that other thing. And I was like, well, that's my call. And that was, that was when I knew that it wasn't going to be long before I got out of there. I started praying really hard that the Lord would open a new door and get me out of it. I called it, uh, you know, it was like retail slavery, you know. <laughs> but, but I had to serve my time there. And I'm sharing you this because some of you are in that season right now. And you don't understand it. And listen, you're going to get out of it, okay? But there's a season. I had to learn a lot of things. I know a lot about business that most pastors don't understand. I know a lot about marketing that most pastors don't understand. God taught me leadership. And, I, and a lot of the people that I dealt with in the district, you know, because I was over hundreds of people, was very similar to a lot of the stuff I deal with in the church. You know, people that were depressed and sad and going through different life's trials. If you've been in HR, you know what I'm talking about. So I want you to understand, whatever it is that you're going through right now, God is preparing you. Some of you should have left a long time of you, but some of you are in a season of transition and you got to hold on a little bit longer, but God's about to do something in your life. The, 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 the key is, is that you're free in your mind. And in your mind, you have come to a place of, of content. You're content. And you know that God is moving. And he's, he's taking you from glory to glory. And, and you're not done. This is only a season. I, I feel like I spoke to several people today. Hold on. But start praying more radically about the next season. Start praying more radically about where God is about to take you. Start sowing into it in prayer because your breakthrough's at hand. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as Remnant News, and we're so thankful that you're here. Is this helping you today? I hope it is. Let me know in the comments if you're on the streaming platforms right now. It's, you know, Tell me what you think. And on the radio show, you can always write us, pastortodd.org is the website, pastortodd.org. Please download our new app, which is available in the App Store. You can go under Todd Coconato Ministries, it's C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O Ministries. And we are talking about the importance of walking in a transformed mind, a transformed mind. Why? Why? Why do we got to walk in a transformed mind? Well, are you seeing what people are, are saying out there? Are you hearing what Christians are saying? They're done. They're defeated. They're so sad. They're depressed. We can't have that. Christians, we, we got to be, uh, we got to be excited. You know, uh, Romans 12, 2 you know, that, that amazing verse is saying, look, don't be conformed to things of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And in a world filled of conflicting ideologies and values, Paul is reminding us the important, uh, the factor that we need to renew our minds by immersing ourselves in God's word and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform our thinking. And that's how we become equipped to discern and align ourselves with God's perfect will. I mean, okay, it's okay to be in his permissible will, but I'd rather be in his perfect will. And this transformation empowers us to live out our faith authentically and effectively in a world that opposes the truth of God's word, the truth. And Paul's instruction to take every thought captive underscores the spiritual battle that occurs within the realm of our minds. 
And as believers, we're called to actively confront and reject thoughts and ideologies that contradict with the truth. By aligning our thoughts with obedience of Christ, obedience of Christ, we fortify our minds against the influence of worldly philosophies and ideologies, allowing the truth to reign supreme in our thinking. God is truth. Jesus is truth. His word is truth. Isaiah's proclamation, it highlights the profound peace that accompanies a mind steadfastly fixed on God in the midst of life's uncertainties and trials, maintaining a focus on God's character, his promises, his faithfulness. This is what anchors our hearts and minds in peace, trusting in what God is doing, that he's in control and his goodness. It enables us to navigate the challenges that we have with confidence and assurance, knowing that he's in control of our life. And Paul's um, admonition to set up our minds on heavenly things challenges us to elevate our perspectives beyond the temporal concerns of this world by prioritizing the internal values of kingdom principles. We gain clarity and discernment in navigating life's complexities. This intentional focus on heavenly realities empowers us to live with purpose and conviction, recognizing that our true citizenship is in heaven and that our ultimate hope rests in Jesus Christ. As we reflect on the scriptures today, I I pray that we're inspired to pursue the transformation of our minds with fervor and with diligence. We're in a world that often seeks to mold us according to its values and its evil, demonic ideologies. But let us stand firm in our commitment to renew our minds according to the truth of God's word. May we cultivate a mindset that is characterized by discernment, purity, peace, and heavenly perspective. May we reflect the image of Christ to a world in desperate need of his light. As we walk in the understanding of a transformed mind, may we bear witness to the transformative power of God's word and lives in the world around us. And this world is full of constant noise, distractions. And the concept of having a transformed mind is going to hold profound significance for us as believers, seeking to live out our faith authentic, you know, authentically. How do you live out your faith authentically? You want to do this real. You want to be real, don't you? The transformed mind, think about it. It's rooted in the teachings of scripture. The transformation of the mind is not merely a superficial change in thought patterns. No, it's a profound spiritual renewal that impacts every aspect of our lives from our attitudes and our perspectives to our actions and our relationships, a transformed mind enables us to embody the truth and love of Christ in a world that desperately needs his life. We need to, we need to bring the life and light of Jesus Christ to this broken world. We have the answer. We have the solution. So how do we understand transformation? Well, at the heart of our faith as a Christian lies the belief in transformation. It's a process which us as believers are renewed. It's sanctification and and being conformed to the likeness of Christ, not to the world. This transformation begins with the renewing of our minds. It begins there. As the Apostle Paul eloquently articulates in Romans 12 too, we've talked about it. The role of scripture 
Central to the renewing of our mind is the study and meditation on God's word. The Bible serves as a transformative tool, illuminating our hearts and minds with divine truth and wisdom. As we immerse ourselves in scripture, allowing its principles to penetrate our thoughts and attitudes, we open ourselves to the transformative work of the Holy Spirit. This is the problem. A lot of Christians are not walking in the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. I don't know how that's possible because if you're really a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. I think a lot of people are calling themselves Christian, but don't have a transformed mind. And as I said in the beginning, look, there might be some level one Christians that are saved, but are not really walking out what they should be in the entirety of, of God's purpose for their life. But I think there's a lot of folks, let's just be real, that think they're Christian that aren't. They haven't been transformed. What is repentance? What does it do? It transforms you out of the old and into the new. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. I am a new creation. The old is gone. If we're a new creation in Jesus Christ, we have to have a transformed mind. So this is why today's broadcast, look, I'm I'm not condemning or judging anybody, but I'm telling you, you got to renew your mind and your thought patterns. By actively identifying and challenging negative and ungodly thought patterns, we pave the way for God's truth to take root in our minds. And this process involves replacing worldly perspectives with biblical truth, aligning our thinking with God's word. We got to practice mindfulness. What is that? Mindfulness from a Christian perspective involves intentionally directing our thoughts and attention towards God's presence and truth in every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our lives. By staying mindful of his presence, we cultivate a deeper awareness in his guidance and his sovereignty. We've got to be in his presence. We've got to have a prayer life. Guarding against negative influences. In a world saturated with messages that contradict the truth of God's word, believers must be vigilant in guarding our minds against negative influences. They're all around us. This involves limiting exposure to media or content that promotes ungodly values and ideologies while actively seeking out sources of spiritual nourishment and edification. Feed your soul. Are you getting this? What's the fruit of the transformation? Well, we're known by our fruit, right? The transformation of minds yields abundant fruit in the life of the believer. It, It gives us, number one, a renewed perspective. A transformed mind enables us to see ourselves and others and the world around us through the lens of God's love and truth. It's the transformed perspective. We gain clarity and wisdom in navigating life's challenges and uncertainties, trusting in his providence and his provision in all areas of our life and his anointing and his opening the doors then there's the empowered living with a renewed mind common uh, sense comes and a sense of empowerment to live boldly and authentically for christ freed from the constraints of worldly thinking we're emboldened to pursue god's purposes with passion and conviction knowing that he equips and empowers us for every good work And finally, the transformed relationships. As our minds are renewed, our relationships are transformed. We approach others with compassion, with grace, with humility, with God's love, reflecting the love of Christ in all of our interactions. We're empowered by the Spirit. Something's different about us. Our transformed minds enable us to extend forgiveness, to show empathy, and to build bridges of reconciliation 
in this fractured world. Friends, we are called to be disciple makers. We're called to be soul winners. We're called to be people that reflect the love and the life of Jesus Christ. But we can't do it if we live in a conformed state of mind. So I believe today God has given us an understanding. It's, it's look, are you living conformed or are you living transformed? Everything that comes to you, you can look at it through those lens. Every person in your life, you can look at it through those lens. God wants us to live as a transformed individual. And if we walk out the transformed life, guess what's going to happen? People in our life are going to be transformed too. Did you get something from today? I hope you did. I love you guys. I bless you. Thank you. This is the Todd Coconato Show. We'll be back soon. Hey, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast of the Todd Coconato Show. We are fully listener-supported, which means we cannot do this work without you. I need your help, friends. We're in a war. It's David versus Goliath, but we're on the winning team. I thank you so much for your heart to be a partner of Todd Coconato Ministries. You can go to www.pastortodd.org or www.toddcoconato.com give. We thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus.